Oh, A-League's interview of the week now, thanks to Paramount+. Plus. Don't miss the superstars of the A-League's on Paramount+. Plus. And this week, we welcome the coach of Wellington Phoenix, sitting five points clear atop the A-League. It is a warm welcome to Giancarlo Italiano. Evening, Chiefy. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Simon. Thank you, Alex, for having me on. No problem, mate. Pleasure. It's th- we thought it was about time uh, we had you on. Uh, we know you're in Perth at the moment preparing for the Knicks' next assignment. Uh, and I just want to throw this at you. I mean, fair to say that if you asked 100 people at the start of the season, which club will be five points clear with a handful of games to go? 99, I reckon, would not have said Wellington Phoenix. Uh, has this season even surprised you a bit? Yeah, I've, I've mentioned this before in... Um in previous um, you know press conferences and, and interviews that um, I, I never had uh, this uh, even you know written down or as a possible outcome I, I knew that we would be competitive and we would give uh, everything for every game and and would make our, our fans proud of the football we're trying to play this year but uh, never thought I'd been uh, in this position here Mate, which is uh, why it's great to see what you've been able to do this year with this side. I mean, the win over MacArthur was particularly impressive given, uh, you know, you're without so many of your first-choice players. Um, you know, have you had to be flexible tactically to cope with these disruptions or, or are you, you're confident enough within your system just to put the next man in and, and they'll do the job? Well, I think the, the, the great thing about this team is that um, in the pre-season, we worked quite a bit on a lot of different systems and ideas and, and principles that we thought we would um, we would use throughout the season uh, with the approach that we wanted to take a different tactical approach in most games so that uh, it was harder to plan for, um, for the opposition. Um, and... It's been a real uh, asset, especially in the last three or four weeks. Um, even the games against Brisbane and against Newcastle, we had a lot of disruptions with players out. We changed the system quite a bit. Um, but it's a testament to the attitude of the group, uh, to be fair, uh, from day one there. They've been wanting to learn. And, um, you know, some things have worked, some things haven't worked. But the fact that a lot of those, um, especially the younger academy boys coming in, have been very open-minded and, you know, we, we even within the game against MacArthur, you know, we, we started out in a five with two sixes and then we had one six step in as a 10 and, and that was done on the run as well because we felt as, as though that would give us a, a different dimension and, and they've just been, you know, uh, they've been great. They, they listen, they, they work very hard for each other. So it's been, uh, yeah, there's been a lot of flexibility. So it's been, it's been a, a very happy on my part to be part of this group. That takes a lot of buy-in, doesn't it, from players, uh, Giancarlo? It's, and with respect, you know, you, you didn't have a storied playing career, as everybody knows. I guess the younger players in that regard are maybe more uh, malleable to, to changing things. But what about the older stars? I mean, you know, you look at the likes of Costa Barbarossas, who, who looks as though he's 23 again, the, the season that he's having. They must have bought into what you're trying to do as well. Look, I think it's a bit of a fusion between um, setting up, um, you know, the cultural side with, uh, with with values that the players um, um, basically came up with, and then and then fusing that with, um, you know, the ideas of the staff, and and we found common ground uh, along the way. And it, I, I can honestly say that, you know, some some things worked at the start, some things didn't work, and it, there was a lot of open, you know, rapport with the older players, you know, uh, what they liked, what they didn't like, 
You know, we we had a leadership group that was more centered around, you know, players' expectations and what made them feel comfortable and what, what would get the best out of the whole playing group. And there's always been consensus. So I never move forward unless, you know, we're, we're all on the same page. That's staff and players. And I feel as though, you know, players like Costa, uh, Bawley, Scott Wooden, even Alex Ruffer now is, you know, is, is an older player. Um, you know, there's there's been ongoing dialogue almost on a daily basis. You know, about where, where the team sits, uh, what what they what they're comfortable with, and and I feel that that's really worked, especially when at the beginning of the season, you know, the expectation for the group was was quite low, and you know, and it, it, it actually you know bonded us all, all together, and and I like to think that you know one thing that the staff and I do quite well is that we're very honest with the group, and uh, we do get honest feedback, so it makes for a, a good working relationship. And just more to Simon's point as well about, you know, the, the players buying in. Uh, Wellington has always had, you know, an extremely poor away record, um, you know, for whatever reason. I mean, this year you've got the best away record, just the one loss. Was that something that was addressed ahead of the season? Um, I mean, do you approach your away matches differently than what they would have in the past? Look, I, again, going back to um, you know being realistic when it when it comes into um, travelling, I'm not a coach that likes to think that you know we we have to play a certain way and stick to it, and I'm not uh, philosophically dogmatic in that sense, and that's not to you know that's not a dig at the other coaches. I'm just realistic. I I feel like I've, I've been doing this now for five years. Um, uh, even when I was assistant with Ulfi, you know, the one thing that I, I really respected was the fact that how teams travelled and how they, you know, they found the travel and, and the fact that we travelled three hours um, for the East Coast games and then, you know, even this Perth game is, you know, eight eight hours in total for, for travel. It, it's quite taxing. And so I think the mentality needs to change where um, we need to be smarter, more efficient. Uh, we have to be realistic in the, in the amount of pressing we can do, the amount of um, defending that we can do, the amount of um, you know time we have with the ball, also adjusting to the pitch, all these different variables. So I factored that in at the beginning of the year. So we you know we trained different various ways in order to you know to get the the outcome that we wanted uh, from the away games. And you know, I think I mentioned this before. We we. We draw we draw mini tables, so we we use um, head to head tables um, to to see where we where we'll be at the end of the year. So if we can be ahead in all those small tables, um, it's a big advantage. So we go with the mentality of the away games of not to lose and not to give up points. And where we can win games, you know, um, away from home, they're they're like six points for us. So I think that mentality is um, you know it's also come down to the training as well. I think it's that's been a big part, but. Um, I think that the boys themselves, you know, they, they go into every game, you know, almost with that grand final mentality. I'm going to ask you about uh, those tables in a moment, but I can just tell you that uh, Damien De Silva has just equalised for Melbourne victory against Western United with around about 90 seconds to go in that game at Amy Park. So, uh, Chiefy, nine games to go, uh, five at home four away, five of those against teams not in the top six. I'm sure you've done all the permutations, all, all your mini tables. Are you daring to think of silverware at the moment or are you going to give me the old it's one game at a time cliche? <laughs> oh, I'll give you the one game at a time because that's what worked for us at the beginning of the year. It's what's working for us now mm. and it's what will work for us up until the end of the season. And I feel as though once you build an expectation beyond what you're doing now, it's uh, you've got one foot in the future, and that and that can that can cause you know a, a loss of focus. So for me, this group is is better centered, and you know sticking to 
you know, one game at a time because that's all we can control. You know, we can control that performance and the messaging will be the same. Within the group itself, I think once we played Newcastle, um, in terms of mapping out the rest of the season, we we sat down because we refocused the, the goals on what we wanted out of the season. And I just gave a, a map of of how the season might pan out. And we all agreed that there is one certain target that we, we want to achieve. And we think it's realistic, and and again, it still still needs the um, this idea of game to game and and being focused. and And I think the the threat that we have is that because we do have a younger group, um, is that we, we want to manage that expectation and make sure that they understand what's required, as opposed to getting far way far ahead of ourselves. So, um, and I'm just sticking to that, and the group is as well. And the inclusion of Auckland next season, uh, they've they've made a little bit of noise since uh, since announcing they'll be in the competition. Has that given you guys an extra incentive to do well this season? I think the incentive is always to do well, irrespective of whether Auckland comes in or you know another team from New Zealand. You know that that that's more noise than anything and it's not to be disrespectful to the new Auckland franchise but up until you know Bimby creates his team and, and gets them on the park and, and then we can have some games it, it doesn't really it doesn't really have any effect on what we want to do we, we want to be the best version of ourselves every game we want to give something that the fans are proud of every game and and again, you know, I think I've said it before, I think Auckland coming to the competition next year is very good for the New Zealand landscape. I think competition, you know, um, you know, it drives standards and it also makes us accountable, which I think is very, very important. But um, again, that will be next year, not, not this year. 99th minute at Amy Park. Damien De Silva scored again. Melbourne victory have turned it around. They lead Western United by two goals to one, still playing at Amy Park. Final question, Chiefy. Um, and uh, look, it's it's not a dig at your crowds, but uh, your average this season is 7,600. Would you like, given how well you're doing, the Wellington public to come out and support you in, in bigger numbers in these, in these final few weeks to, to try and push you over the line? Look, it would be great. I'd love nothing more than you know a bigger crowd to to support the boys. But uh, again, I, I keep saying we we have very loyal fans, and and they make you know enough noise uh, to get us through the games at the moment. Um, I think the I think it's more of a you know after effect of uh, COVID and being away for two years. Um, you know, we've lost a little bit of um, you know that. That connection with the with the overall fans. I remember when uh, first year when you know I was there with Ulfi, we had you know, even big, bigger crowds. I think on average, but I think that's going to take some time before we can turn that ship and get more bigger crowds. And I think you know the fact that we're doing well and that we can get some fans back in the door for for the end of the season, and then uh, hopefully that you know that makes it easier for the for next year and the year after to to have a bigger base that come to more games. Well, hopefully the uh, New Zealand derby, which will be inaugurated next season, will, will certainly help that. But, uh, uh, Chief, we, we thank you for your time tonight. We wish you all the very best against Perth Glory uh, at the weekend. And, uh, and good luck in your quest uh, to win the Premiership. You, you've had a terrific season, and uh, it, it's been awe-inspiring to watch uh, what you've done on the sidelines. So thanks very much for joining us tonight. Congratulations, mate. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. That's uh, Giancarlo Italiano, the coach of the Wellington Phoenix, who are riding high in the A-League. But it's just finished at Amy Park, and Melbourne Victory have turned it around with two injury time goals. Quite extraordinary. <laughs> Damien De Silva with a double after Daniel Pena 
had put Western United ahead, and it seemed brosky as though Western were going to win back-to-back -back <laughs> matches, but that's a big result for Tony Popovich's team. We were saying earlier that it, it would have been a huge loss had they lost there, and um, you know we asked for someone to step up and help Fornaroli. Maybe De Silva's the guy they need to put up alongside him. <laughs> yeah, Damien De Silva with uh, two pieces of gold. There we go, victory 2-1. We're off to another break. On the other side, we will talk Premier League in England with Spencer Pryor.